Uh, welcome back to Shenanigans with Shoop and Shaul. I'm your host, Shoop, a.k.a. Mr. Shenanigans. I'm here with Mr. Shaul, who I don't believe has a nickname yet. Uh, have you came up with a nickname quite yet? Absolutely not. I have no nickname, uh, no time soon planned either, but we'll see. Maybe I can earn one. All right. So nicknameless and I are going to go over the next division in the AFC, and that is going to be the AFC South. Some of the AFC South last year, the Jaguars were four and eight and just looked to be irrelevant. So I purchased uh, tickets to week 18 versus the Titans because they were cheap tickets. Well, lo and behold, Jaguars go on a four game winning streak and I have week 18 tickets at a win and get in game. So wow. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so the Jaguars ended up getting a playoff win in and Trevor Lawrence uh, turned around expectations for him for a rookie year. So let's lead in with the Jacksonville Jaguars. What are your expectations for Trevor Lawrence and company this year? I mean, you got to think they're going to get better. I mean, another year under Doug Peterson, uh, another year for, you know, the man Trevor Lawrence and that hair that he's got going, uh, you know, Calvin Ridley coming in. I mean, they, I don't know. I just think, you know, I can't imagine that they're going to take a step back. Um you know, I think that they really, at the end of the year, got their shit together. Um, you know, sometimes the game just, when you watch it, you know, I don't play it. So, but when you watch it, you feel like all the things click and you always hear the commentators, like things are just clicking or things, the, the game is slowing down. And I think for Trevor Lawrence, a lot, you know, I was really shocked at the beginning, just how poor he would play he would just miss people you know and I didn't know what was wrong and I give a ton of credit to Doug Peterson because I think he's a great coach and I think they're a great team and he's a quarterback guru and I think he's doing Lawrence a, a world of love you know working with him Lawrence and offense were absolutely explosive last year and with the addition of Calvin Ridley it's only going to get even more fun to watch now the problem with the Jaguars, in my opinion, and I don't think it's going to be a problem that's going to cost them the vision because of how good the offense is, but the defense. The defense struggled last year, but yet they didn't address that defense at all in free agency. Um, not even in the draft either. They went tight end running back in rounds two and three, even though they're already pretty loaded on offense. Do you think that the Jaguars' defense is the downfall, or are you expecting differently than I am? I mean, if you you have to think that they're going to get better. I mean, they were ranked like the 22nd overall and like 25th in sacks. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, yes, of course that is their weakness. I mean, the whole AFC South is loaded offensively. Um, but And nobody's really that great at defense, even the Titans anymore. But, you know, you have to think – Walker, the number one overall pick last year, is going to take a step up. Josh Allen and a fifth-year option is going to take a step up. Um, what is it? Clovanian Chason, Chason from LSU. I mean, he is a chicken with his head cut off running all over the place. I mean, 
I think, you know, the game is going to slow down for him. And I just, I think that in this league, they actually have the potential of making the biggest jump defensively. Um, I think the Titans have a good defensive scheme, um, but they run the ball a lot. They give the ball up a lot on third downs. The Colts, you know, have their own things. I mean, a lot of the thing is, is that, you know, a good offense helps your defense. And I, I believe the Jags also have a good running game, a good passing game, good tight ends, game clock awareness, Doug Peterson. So I don't think they have to take a huge step up to make that jump to 10 wins or 11 wins. And definitely I don't think they're going to, they need to make a huge jump to win the division again. Yeah. And you know what? The Jaguars, even if their defense does hold them back a little bit, one thing we do know is that they seem to be runaway favorites in this division right now. So we got the the Titans who also lost players this offseason, including three starting offensive linemen. Derrick Henry's getting a year older. Tanhill is getting a year older. Their receiver room still isn't that great. Uh, are you buying or selling the Titans this year? I mean, I'm I'm selling. I, I don't think there's really another team in this division that's going to make any waves. Um, Titans are scary because of Derrick Henry, and we all watch him rumble tumble down the field and 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 make great you know highlights but you know the thing is 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 you can stack up first downs in the middle of the field you gotta make some explosive plays and the loss of robert woods um the defense is a huge huge big question to me um and i just think that they did nothing in the draft um i just don't see any reason why they're going to get to the playoffs again. And I think they could definitely miss for a second year. I don't love their, their head coach, you know, keeping that, that locker room together. Um, I think, you know, Tannehill and Henry besides getting a year older are also on the end of their contracts. And I, I just don't see them making that turn of like, going all out and like getting earning a new contract i feel like they're actually gonna do the opposite that we see sometimes where the you're like man this player just kind of was out last year and they should have moved on already and i just feel like this whole from head coach to quarterback to running back is just ready to like rebuild and blow up this team and they're just not that exciting anymore yeah i would definitely classify titans as boring Let's go with something more exciting. So, again, we talked about not a lot of hope for the other teams in the division, but maybe a little more excitement on the Colts and the Texans side. So, three of the top five rookies in this year's NFL draft are in this division. Mr. CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, and Anthony Richardson. But which of these three are you most excited for coming into the season? I mean... I got to say, I like Richardson. I know you're a C.J. Stroud guy being an OSU kid. But, I mean, I think Richardson, you know, being a Ravens fan, uh, he's got some legs. He's got a good deep ball. And I love Steichen, the the the, the coach from Philly, the North Turner disciple, the guy who's worked for Phillip Rivers, Herbert, Hertz. I mean, he, he's got a well-rounded team. They have a def- decent defense, nothing great. Um, but I think again, 
offense runs this division, rules this division. And with, you know, wide receiver, wide receivers like Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, rookie Josh Downs from UNC. I mean, I just think that that they have a chance to just do something. I think Jonathan Taylor's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, if any, if I was picking right now, Derek Henry or Jonathan Taylor, I'd go Taylor all day and twice on Sunday, you know? And so I think Richardson's got a lot of help with that team, with that coaching staff from top to bottom. I think that it's a little bit harder this first year to think that they're going to challenge for the, the Jags for the division, you know, championship, but I don't know. I think I think they could sneak either into the playoffs or they could just mess with some teams here and and, and have some fun. Yeah, well, you mentioned CJ Stroud, my OSU guy. Let me tell you why he's not my rookie <laughs> I'm most excited for. Because in at Ohio State, CJ Stroud had the privilege of throwing to Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Marvin Harrison. All guys who are either already first-round receivers or future first-round receivers. Now, he's on NFL receivers, of course, but you could argue that those four guys I mentioned are all better receivers than the Texans' number one guy, which at this point is Robert Woods. So, as much as I love Stroud and his future, not until the Texans upgrade their pass catchers or and, and get Stroud a little more experience. So I am ex- most excited for Richardson. And there's really one reason why. Because everyone's looking for that next stud in fantasy football. Anthony Richardson, I don't think he's going to have a good throwing year. I think he's going to make a lot of mistakes. And he might be limited. Not like Malik Willis limited. But uh, he they're probably going to ground and pound a lot with Taylor. But Richardson has Justin Fields-like running ability. Super athletic. And... He could pick up those extra yards in those garbage time games. So that's what I'm most excited about. Will Anderson, I mean, I think my feeling on Will Anderson is he could have a good career. Like, I don't, I never really feel like Hall of Fame potential, elite potential, like crazy prospect. I think he's just going to be a good pass rusher. So not that exciting there either. And your first year for pass rusher is hard, man. It's not like you're coming in. All those offensive linemen know all the tricks. I mean, you got to really refine your game as a sack daddy, you know. And, I mean, I think he's good. And I think – but I think he played bully ball in college. You know, he was able to use his size. um, And I don't think he, like, wowed me with his stats going after the quarterback. I mean, he got – he got hits behind the line of scrimmage. He got – you know, pressures, he got a lot of things, but is he really going to be doing, you know, the NFL, you need speed, you need spin move, you need hammer move, you need so many moves down there in the trenches. And I think it takes some time. And I think, you know, those guys still have a lot to learn to get more tricky to get that. I mean, we saw Tavian Walker for, you know, for Jacksonville didn't have a great year. He number one overall pick last year. I mean, you those guys you see that are really going to make a huge difference sack wise is I feel like is in year two or three. And I just don't see them there. But again, I think that Richardson has the legs to do it. And I think he's got a really good rookie in Josh Downs. I think again, this, this coach Steichen 
he made Hertz look good in year two or three. And like I said, I don't think it's going to be year one here with Richardson, but I definitely can, I have very little doubt that you're going to see progression each year. You know, I remember those North, North Turner teams with quarterbacks and what he did. I mean, he was a quarterback guru. I mean, he made Gus Farratt look like a genius on the Redskins, you know? So I just think that, and they don't have a lot of pressure on him. I don't think he's got a lot of, I don't think Richardson as much as he was a surprise in the draft, the Colts have no primetime games right now. I mean, they can always be flexed in. Um, they haven't won a week ga- week one game since 2013. And I, I see, you know, more like a, last year kind of Jags four and eight type of start and then maybe reeling off some games at the end and sneaking in. But I, you know, we'll see. I I think they're exciting though. I think the Colts hopefully can get their shit together. I mean, I like the Colts. Any hope for, uh, um, on the other side, Will Levis, any hope for him? As a, fu- with a future in the NFL, if he plays this year, the Titans are like he can't be any worse than Malik Willis. Like <laughs> Malik Willis, it was almost like like it was like a there was a Pee Wee kid on the field, and <laughs> you know when he's no really really big, and you're like that kid should do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he ran for a yard. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that kid's so big, he should just. Plow over all those little peewee kids, and then he can't do anything because he's just just a klutz and just doesn't have his head screwed on. I mean, when you when you watched him play, you're wondering like, what is he looking at? Is he looking at his feet? Is he looking at the stands? Because I don't know, he wasn't on the field in my opinion. When I saw him play, I just was like, I don't know what everybody was thinking. I thought he was a third, fourth round pick. Um, I remember the Redskins were talking about picking him in the first round and I was just laughing and just, it was just silly. Yeah. But I mean, Levis, I think I didn't watch many Kentucky games. I saw highlights. I see, you know, the guy, what's the guy from the, the, the saints backup. I can't remember his name right now. Jason Hill. Yeah. I see him like that level in like two or three years. I don't even see he's good as Hill today. I think he's he's two or three way years away from being that good. And I don't think you can switch positions. I don't think he's going to be a running back. But uh, I just no. <laughs> Will Levis. <laughs> yeah. That's Derek Henry's replacement long term. <laughs> I don't know what they thinking with him. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm an ass. Um, he's got to. He's got to. He's got to get a new girlfriend. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, better eating habits. <laughs> um, so we went. We went over the, uh, you know, the outlooks on the teams. But let's take a look at the schedule, real quick. Um, obviously, Jaguars have that first place schedule. So they're going to get a lot of quality opponents on their schedule. Is that the is uh Jaguars non-conference game the game that you're most looking forward to or would it be another game? Uh I I like their two primetime matchups versus Cincy and Baltimore to be honest with you. I think those are going to be some some big games. I I worry about the Kansas City game early. Um I know they lost to them twice last year 
I think that's a big monkey on their back that they're not even close to getting over that hump. And then the two games in London really scare me. I mean, my hesitation to like have the Jags, I mean, granted, I don't think they're winning more than a playoff game or two. Um, I just, it's going to be hard for them really to get, I think they're going to be, you know, a nine or 10 win team. Those two games in London are going to be tough. Even, even though it's Atlanta, it's London. Buffalo is crazy, but it's still a toss up. London's a toss up to me. So they, I mean, those are like four potential losses, like right away when I look at this. And I just think that, you know, them coming in as a wild, as a, you know, as one of the lower seeds in the playoffs, I just think it's going to be too hard for them to, to do anything, but you know. Yeah. The, I don't have much out hope because whatever fifth seed that the Jaguars do run into is going to have an explosive offense. And I don't know how the Jaguars are going to buckle down unless they go uh, all third, fourth quarter comeback offense again. Um, I it's too easy for me to pick a Jaguars non-conference game as the as the game I'm most looking forward to. I'm going to go out of the box here. I'm looking at the Houston Texans on the road coming off by it's the Carolina Panthers, C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, and we're pretty damn sure that we're going to see both quarterbacks, barring injury, going against each other. I'm looking forward to that duel because then we can start all the hype about who really should have been number one. You know, uh, we'll see if Bryce Young can see over the offensive lineman. Uh, but that'll be a fun game to watch. You know, that could be a little bragging rights. For I, think, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun because they're both going to be two teams that are struggling and they're not the best on at anything. And it, but it could also be a really sloppy game. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of quarterbacks going against each other because they line up on the same side of the ball. So it's hard to compare. Um, Carolina's is in just a disarray. And I think the Texans are pretty close to the same. But I feel like the Texans have a lot of young potential. I mean, I still like the Texans. Tank Dell in the third round, that guy had 109 rece- receptions last year. I think that as much as as uh, as I like, you know, Bryce Young, but I don't know. It's just I think they got a lot more holes in that team for Carolina. So, yeah, well, I think, you know, if you want to look at a division game, I think it's the end of the season. I think Jacksonville, Tennessee – if Tennessee is actually there, I think the last game of the season could it, that would be cool for me. If if Tennessee was actually together and Tannehill got together and he was the old yeoman of the of the league and Derrick Henry got it together and the Titans got you know everything going and they come up for a big matchup at the end of the year. I mean Jacksonville, uh, Tennessee would be a fun to make it interesting to actually make it two juggernauts if they're both, you know, healthy, doing good, and everything goes right for both of them. Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of good games to play. That's what's fun about the NFL, bud. Yeah. Also, shout out Jaguars-Bills in London. Uh, I'm expecting 38-35 for that one. <laughs> I 
don't know, man. I never watched the London games anymore because they're always these weird blowouts. You know, they're always these weird games. I think, I think somebody, one of the two is going to, in that game, I'm looking at that game like a 38-10 or a 38-9, something silly that doesn't even make sense one way or the other. And I have no clue who's going to be 38 or who's going to be nine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe we'll see two butt fumbles in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's London, baby. Um, so we touched on a couple. We touched on top rookies. Are there any other rookies that you are excited to see this year or think might have a good year? Um, I think the Jaguars tank Big Bigsby. Could be. Um, I think that uh, who else is out there? I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody's really shocking me for rookies, to be honest with you. Do you have anybody? Um, a guy who I like is Julius Brents from the Indianapolis Colts. Second round corner, six foot four. We saw last year Tariq Woolen take it in the fourth round for the Seahawks. At six foot four, come in and have a very, very good year. And Colts have some have Stefan Gilmore across from him. So it's gonna take the pressure off him covering number one guys right away. I think he could step in and make some plays. Yeah, no, I mean, buddy, if the Colts are well rounded, and I think that right there, if they get him playing at cornerback and they get some, you know, some real good just holding people. This is like, again, offense, quarterbacks, points, division. And if they can get some cornerbacks on the Colts and that could make a huge difference, locking down these guys, these wide receivers. And they, I, I'm not saying I'm picking the Colts going number two, but I did say, I think they're more likely to sneak in at a wild card than the Titans. So, and that would be one big reason for it that, you know, Ben uh, Brett's and Josh Downs. Yeah, well, the Colts might have a chance, but at the end of the day, with how loaded this AFC South is, I I just think that the those three teams at the bottom will be buried. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that <laughs> I agree, agreed. Just uh, the other divisions are so so strong, but luckily for the AFC South, something that might help them, they are playing the NFC South. And NFC South rivals them in uh, poor play. So, <laughs> you know, they can get – if they can go on a little division run, you know, division on division crime, and uh, maybe perk up their wins a little bit. Yeah. Listen, I'm a big Jags fan. I've been watching them since, like, the Mark Brunel days when they first came in. Uh, I think, you know, their running back, ETN, is great. I think he's he could be a pro bowler, I think. Ridley could be a first-time Pro Bowler. Um, I think they have 20 of their 22 starters returning. Um, I just, you know, and I'm a Trevance Lawrence, you know, groupie. You know, that that I just can't get out. I mean, I've always liked him since college. I was hoping he would be better, and I felt bad for him all these years being down there in Jacksonville struggling, and now he's finally got Doug Peterson to save the day with his big cape coming in and giving him – you know, all the confidence in the world. And I mean, we see all the potential now doing it. So it's really, it's really going to be fun to watch the Jags and see if they can keep up with the Kansas cities of the leagues and the Cincinnati's of the league, you know, and, and see what happens. They're going to have a lot of good games and 
I think they're one one more year away from actually not winning the Super Bowl, but you know, a kind of Buffalo Bills where they're knocking off the door, knocking at the door, and then just pound it down. I think they're one or two more years away from it, and they're they're going to be there. Yeah, well, they're going to have to get through all those teams if they want to get there. You got you got the Burrows, the Mahomes, the Allens of the world. Trevor Lawrence can easily enter that conversation. I mean, this is one of the most hyped prospects in NFL history, after all. And he's got all the playmakers on offense. He's got a Super Bowl-winning head coach on his side. There's absolutely no reason that they it can't go far in the playoffs. At the, but at the same time, you know, he doesn't have quite the experience yet that these other guys do. But he also has revenge on his side. I mean... Uh, Mahomes knocked him out last year. It was a close game. Um, yeah, it was a fun game, man. That was a great game. Yeah, and obviously that that first playoff game, you know what that showed me, and a couple of other games that season where the Jaguars had some crazy comebacks. Think of the Ravens game, the Cowboys game. Sorry, mentioned the Ravens game. I know that one hurts. All right, it's all right. But like, he just. He put on some prolific comebacks and he could run those guys out wide deep and his act he was able to show off his accuracy. It's they're they're a fun team, and you can never count them out of a game. So um even though the division will stink, uh it'll give us a chance to see what Trevor Lawrence can do in, in the big stage the second time around. Yeah, I'd say the hardest thing for Trevor Lawrence is gonna be his offensive line. You know, they have Cam Robinson. I don't, they haven't announced what Cam Robinson, the left tackle, what his suspension is going to be, correct? I haven't seen that. And then, no, not yet. Um, but know. they did draft a, um, Anton Harrison in the first round. So he, he could be used as a replacement in the meantime. Yeah. I mean, it's harder to step in as a rookie, but I, I mean, I just think that it's a question mark. And if there's going to be a leaky hole, and again, it's why I say they're only going to win nine or 10 games. I mean, I don't think they have the strongest game in the trenches on both sides of the ball, to be honest with you, both offensive defensive lines. And so I still think they're a little bit ways away. Um, but, you know, this is uh, the off season. We got to be optimistic, you know? And uh, if there's one team in this division that you kind of can be, the most optimistic about is definitely the Jaguars. They've had, like I said, most of the starters are returning the Super Bowl winning coach, like you said. And I just think that, you know, consistency for them. And if they got 11 wins and gotten to, you know, maybe the third or, you know, second seed, who knows? You never know. They have, they have, they control their destiny with a lot of these tiebreaker games. If they can win in this division and win some of these games against their division and, you know, who knows? I'm actually really excited for D'Amico Ryans and what he's able to do with this Houston Texans defense. Uh, he ran a very good defense in 49ers, uh, and he was under some really good head coaching trees there as well. And now he gets dynamic pass rusher Will Anderson. They added Sheldon Rankins. Derek Singletary is going to his second year. And, you know, the offense should be better this year. I don't think it's it was it's it's possible for them to be worse than they were last year. <laughs> that mean the defense will be on the field less. Um, I think I look at the Texans, and I'm not saying they're going to make playoffs or anything, but I think it would not be a surprise to me if they finished second in the division. 
Yeah, I mean, I like their offensive coordinator too that that Ryan brought from from San Francisco. Um, I think that if he learned anything over there, it's the short passing game, it's the exciting passing game, it's the yards after the catch type of plays, and they're getting some players back. You know, they got uh, the new free agent in Robert Woods, and they got that uh, Mechie or whatever that was who had the um, ACL and leukemia scare. Yeah, he'll and, be back. You know, and I, I do think that they do, like you said, have some offensive things. I mean, if they can get Shroud in that intermediate quick passing game that they had in San Francisco and get him, you know, reading the, the game really, really well and, and, and get him coached up. Yeah, I mean, I think they have a good running back in Pierce. Um, and I think that, like you said, D'Amico Ryan is a good – I think he's a good coach. Do I think that he's, you know – the next, I don't know who I can't really compare to see who he's going to be against. And I don't want to, you know, just because I don't know his necessarily his defensive mindset coming in. And he's been talking about putting his culture and his brand on it. And I want to see it first from a defensive side of the ball. And maybe they'll be the defensive team of the year. Maybe he would coach him up um, as much as, as you talk at offense and quarterbacks and everything. If any team could come in here and actually sneak in second place and make some noise it's with the defense and stopping some people and if he and a lot of young guys on this team are uh you know this is just a young team and a lot of the players on this team is young and a lot of times those young kids can come in and wreck some havoc on defense and just play you know balls out willy-nilly you know run around and just knock some people out and and if if he, they can do that and scare some of these teams and and knock it down instead of being, you know, 35 points games and get them to hold them under 21. I mean, I think there's a, <laughs> it can do a lot of damage in this, in this division potentially um, under, under Ryan for sure. It's all up to the talent with the players. You know, there's, there's some high draft picks on that defense now. You know, it's not like the old days where it was all scrubs, whoever they could find. So um, they're still young though, but yeah, excited for the Texans. Now, before we leave off, um, do we have any bold predictions for the, for, for the vision this year from any player, any coach, anything? I, my bold prediction is Trevor Lawrence is a MVP candidate. He is in the top three for MVP candidates. I think, uh, Doug Peterson's going to go crazy. And my second bold prediction is D'Amico, Ryan, and that defense getting in the top 10 in defense. I think, like we were talking about, if they do something, again, if there's going to be some sort of crazy thing for this division and somebody really standing out, I think that um, they, just the Texans being a top 10 defense, they have so many draft picks from that Watson trade and so many young players. And if he can get them together on that side of the ball – and have Stroud be a ball control kind of quarterback and make some of those plays and eat up the clock. I think just them, you know, they don't have to win the division to be great, but if they can start making a culture that he talked about of defense in Texas and be a top 10 defense, I definitely think they can. I know that's not a something to hang your hat on. You don't get any uh, trophy for a top 10 defense or you don't get any plaque on the wall, but I think it's a start of something and, and I could be there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree with that. 
Trevor Lawrence, he, this is what he was meant to do. He was meant to go far in this league. Um, as far as my bold prediction, well, I do like the Texans to finish a little higher this year. So I need a team that comes in last. And I really think the Tennessee Titans are going to fall down, down, down this year. Really, truly, they're a Derrick Henry injury away from it all collapsing. But even if he does stay healthy, this team can't block. I don't think one first-round pick is going to solve all their issues. They can't block. Tannehill doesn't have weapons. And if Levis has to come in, yeah, he's he's way too raw for, for it to work. It'll probably end up hilariously in a disaster. And, you know, the defense lost pieces. And two exciting new coaches with different philosophies. I I just think the tech, Titans should have gone into rebuild mode this offseason. They made a mistake not getting value for Derrick Henry when they could have. I know he's a fan favorite, but he's probably the one running back in the league where teams could actually get benefit out of a guy like that. Um, And then, yeah, where's, where else is the talent? Uh, they collapsed last year, and I expect that momentum to head into next year. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed our shenanigans one more time. Um, thank you for joining me, Adam. Um, next week, we are going to go over the high-powered AFC West. Maybe not as hyped as last year, but there should be some good predictions in that one. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. I, I think that division's one of the best in the league, and they're only getting better, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Lots of fun. Yes. Hard to find talking points with the boring AFC South. So, <laughs> on that note, thank you for tuning in. I'm Shoop. I'm Shaul. And come back for more shenanigans. <laughs>